T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I get it. Clyde has a chance to boom every single week because of what this offense is. But look, let's be honest. If they're going to run, they're just going to let Mahomes run for five yards. Or they're just going to run it to Tyree Kill for some random reason around the goal line. Um, so it is an interesting matchup for Clyde Edwards-Zelaire because the, the Dolphins do have a good defense. They do have a good run defense. But it's, it's more so you just can't bank on it. Like, there's just there's too much bust and not enough boom for me with Clyde. Now, I get it if you have McCaffrey or you have Gaskin and you have all these guys that have just been injury-prone and you have to make that gamble, hopefully you've got other supporting cast members that can help you out. But I just don't think that this is a matchup moving forward for anything when it comes to Clyde and that offense because I just think the Chiefs are doing exactly what they're doing. They're just they're, they're flexing their muscle, and they know what the strongest muscle is, and they don't care who knows. Yeah, and, I mean, the Chiefs should be a passing team. Like, yes. like you're, you have Patrick Mahomes. You're better at passing the football uh than anyone else in the league right now. So yeah, go ahead and let teams dare you to run because they they'd prefer the Chiefs just try to run and, and slow things down. And so yeah, they can keep giving the Chiefs those looks. The Chiefs aren't going to take them. Um, and you know, I, I just think that you know the people who are questioning whether or not Clyde was a good value at uh, you know number thirty two in the first round. I, I think that's absurd. Like. You know, yeah, he didn't perform up to expectations this year, but our I think our expectations were just too lofty. Like he he's a rookie player. Clyde yeah. Edwards Alaire's had a fine rookie season. Like he yeah. he's looked like he is he is a solid NFL player. Like he is going to be a consistent producer for the Chiefs and he's going to be a good player. And and that's all you can hope for. Like I mean, if the only way you could say that the first round pick is justified, uh, even though it's 32, right. it was for him to have like 2,000 all-purpose yards, I, I, I think that's absurd. Like, yeah. there, there's, there's, there's one player who's going to do that this year. Like, like that, that, that's, just, that's just ridiculous. You know, he, he's a rookie, and he's been fine. I think he's still in your lineups this week, um, and I don't think there's anything to worry about him. I think if... You know, if you have him in dynasty leagues, I think you should be happy to have him in dynasty leagues because he's going to be a productive player for the Chiefs uh, for the next several years. Uh, next matchup, the uh, the Red Rifle Showdown revenge okay. game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton leads the Dallas Cowboys into Cincinnati where he's going to destroy his former team. Couldn't disagree more. 
Uh, Andy Dalton's been playing okay. I'm not saying put Andy Dalton in your no, lineup, but Amari Cooper, he's been getting a ton of looks from Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton knows who uh, who gets the big, who, who has the biggest paychecks in that wide receiving core. And so Amari Cooper, absolutely in your lineup. Uh, CD Lamb been getting a decent amount of volume too, so you can absolutely start him today. Uh, Michael Gallup did have a good game last week, but we can't trust Michael Gallup at all at this point. Um, you know, the previous couple of weeks with Andy Dalton, he wasn't getting looked at at all. Uh, so I don't trust him. I, I do like this game for Dalton Schultz, however, who's, uh, you know, getting more looks from Dalton. Uh, Bengals aren't particularly good against opposing tight ends. A and for Zeke, uh, he's Zeke's banged up. He was questionable all week, but uh, it seems like he's going to go in this game. Uh it's a good matchup. The Bengals are a terrible run defense, uh, but Zeke has just been awful all year. So, uh, I guess play him. But I, I mean, this is a good matchup for him, so he should find something. Yeah, my only my only addition to that because first off, I think this is the biggest trash fest of a game all day today. Um, but go start Tony Pollard. That's my that's my hot take of Sunday. Tony Pollard, big game. What if Zeke plays and Tony Pollard doesn't get any love? I don't think Zeke's going to play the full game. I think Tony Pollard's going to get a lot of the, the pass-catching downs, and I think that Zeke's been banged up. I think this is the game where finally I don't think he can keep going as strong as he thinks he can. And I think this is the Tony P game. I'm just big on Tony P, man. Well, he's looked like the better running back this year. Um, we'll burn through the Bengals really quick. We don't need to spend time. Uh, yeah. So T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, only wide receivers you should consider starting here. Um it's a great matchup. Dallas' is secondary is still garbage. They've still been giving up a ton of points to uh, opposing pass catchers. They've also been giving up a ton of rushing yards, but you know you got Giovanni Bernard here. If you got him, you can play him, but he's been awful uh, filling in for Joe Mixon, and he's not getting uh, the full workload anymore because he's been bad, so Samaj P. Ryan's been a little bit more involved. Um, but uh, with all the running back injuries, it's going to be hard to find another guy that's going to get like a guaranteed 15 touches, so you can absolutely put him in your lineup. Um, other than that, you don't need anybody else for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the New York Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. If the Seahawks offense, which has been bad lately, uh, I've mentioned it multiple times, Kirk Cousins over the last five weeks has uh, way outproduced Russell Wilson as a fantasy quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson, who is you know, on that MVP level for the first part of the season has really come back down to earth. Uh, he's not even really in the MVP conversations anymore. Uh, but this is a get-right game for that Seattle offense. Uh, everybody can pass on the Jets. You saw what Derek Carr did to him last week. Uh, Derek Carr basically got me into the playoffs in in a league because I started him against the Jets, and he threw four touchdowns and, and, and had a massive game, including that uh, – that, that walk-off touchdown pass to Henry Ruggs. So, Russell Wilson, absolute start today. DK Metcalf, absolute start. Tyler Lockett's been awful uh, since that. He had that 200-yard, three-touchdown game against the Cardinals, and he's done basically nothing since then. But you can't bench him against the Jets, so you got to play Tyler Lockett this week. And uh, Chris Carson's still splitting some carries with Carlos Hyde. Pete Carroll said this week he's not uh, completely 100%. But he's still in his uh, two games back. He scored a touchdown. He's still produced for your fantasy lineup. So even if he's not getting 100% of the touches, he's still getting the uh, the touches that matter. So Chris Carson's obviously in your lineup. Yeah, if um, you're doing if you're doing uh, weekly, 
FanDuel, whatever it is, draft, whatever you're doing. This is the week that you put all your stock into DK Metcalf. I'm dead serious, sir, when I say this. DK Metcalf can have 40 fantasy points today. This is going to be a game in which we are going to see Russell Wilson cook again. He's been getting fast food the last couple of weeks. He's been absolutely just not the quarterback that he thought he was going to be. To me, this is the week that, that DK Metcalf absolutely shreds it. And you can say, oh, Dusty, that's real brave of you. They're playing the Jets. I mean it, damn it. I think that he could have 200 yards, two touchdowns, 10 catches. This is just going to be one of those games in which we're going to see how much better DK Metcalf is than a lot of other players because his matchup favors it. He's going against the worst pass defense in the NFL, the worst team in the NFL, the worst head coach in the NFL. And this is just a game in which the team that they're playing just fired their defensive coordinator. The stars are aligned. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, we're absolutely going to shred it today. Yeah, he could, uh, DK Metcalf could legitimately run away with the uh, league lead in uh, receiving yards today. Like, he feels like he should be a lock for, like, 200 yards today against the Jets. Um, yeah. As far as the Jets go, um, you're not starting anybody. Uh, if you're really desperate, Bashad Perriman's the only guy that you could take a look at. No Denzel Mims in this game. And uh, Jameson Crowder popped up on the injury report late in the week. He might not, he might not go, so... Uh, you can't start anybody else for the Jets, e even against uh, you know a Seahawks defense that has been better, but still still not great. Um, the Falcons at the Chargers. Uh, I I know you're uh, big on Calvin Ridley, Dusty, but you know I'm still starting Calvin Ridley because uh, he's going to get all the looks and he's the only playmaker really for the Falcons with no Julio Jones. Uh, but Matt Ryan has been straight up awful in every game that Julio Jones has not played this season, or, including the games where Julio Jones has left early because of injury. Uh, Matt Ryan just isn't the same quarterback if he doesn't have the alien that is Julio Jones in there to catch, you know, 12 passes for 150 yards. Yeah, I mean, I told you, I think when we talked about uh, just just having a, a friendly conversation, I think this is a game in which Cal Ridley can explode. Um, they got to get it right at some point because Julio Jones isn't going to last forever. Next year might be it with Julio Jones in this offense because, unfortunately, time is undefeated and it waits for nobody. And I think that this is a game in which they've got to figure it out. They've got to get it right. Uh, the Chargers have absolutely been just – not terrible, but they're not great against uh, – they're not the greatest defense, but they're not the worst. I guess that's kind of a very vanilla thing to say. But this just screams to me one of those games, and it's unfortunate because I'm going up against Justin Herbert, who we'll get to in a little bit, who could absolutely just shred it today. Um, but this 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 has, you know, track meet written all over it today. And if it's going to be a track meet on both sides, you got to figure out who's going to get the most volume. And this is a big Cal Ridley game for me because Matt Ryan's got to figure it out. Like, they've got to figure out how to get him involved and make him a dominant receiver when Julio's not there. It's, you know, to give it an analogy, your brother's going to move out of the house eventually, and you got to figure out how to clean the room by yourself. Cal Ridley's going to have to have that game and prove it to Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan's going to prove it to him. And I feel like this game has that type of feel to it where you're like, okay, this is the connection that they have in Atlanta. Yeah, well, he should get plenty of looks, and so yeah, obviously you're still starting him. Uh, but yeah, you know, in the games where Julio Jones has not played, 
Calvin Ridley's numbers have also gone down because defenses can just focus on him. And, and the Chargers secondary has still been strong against opposing fantasy wide receivers. Uh, but, yeah, you still got to start him. Um, I don't trust Todd Gurley at all here. Um, it, it's not a great matchup. I, I'm not going to – I'm going to bench him if I can. I, I understand if you have to play him because – uh, you know, it, it's hard to find a guy that's going to get you like 12 touches and Todd Gurley gets all the red zone carries. So if they get inside the five, there's a good chance that he winds up with the touchdown. Uh, and Hayden Hurst has just not been very good. And Sucks. everybody, you know, thought he was on the cusp of a, a breakout year. Turns out there's a reason the Ravens traded him, even though they took him before Lamar Jackson and took Mark yeah. Andrews after him. And Mark Andrews is the better player. Um, but you know, it, it's, he, he's going to get enough looks today with no Julio Jones that he can probably still be in your lineup. And I'm with you on the chargers. Chargers got blanked by the Patriots last week. They were terrible. Um, I did say on the fantasy show that I did not like Justin Herbert last week. Cause I thought Bill Belichick was just <laughs> going to do too much stuff to confuse him. And I was a hundred percent right. Um, but it, it, we've seen, I hate you. we've seen Belichick do that to Mahomes. Like, you know, he's Belichick. That's what he does. He's really, really good at it. Um, And and that's what we saw last week with Justin Herbert. Uh, I don't think this Raheem Morris led defense is going to do that to him this week. Uh, I think this is a really, really good bounce back game for Justin Herbert. He's absolutely in your lineup. Uh, Keenan Allen is in your lineup. And I, I, I like Mike Williams this week. I think they're going to take some shots to Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams could be sitting on a big game. Uh, today and and obviously Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry are are both starts for me as well yeah I was gonna go big on Mike Williams but you already covered that so no need to to re to redo that again the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions Uh, Matthew Stafford is really banged up but uh, it sounds like he's gonna go in this game Uh, Marvin Jones has been getting a lot more love since they cut the other Marvin Uh, Kenny Galladay is not going to be in this game uh, and it sounds like DeAndre Swift might be back. And a lot of people were asking me about DeAndre Swift this week because, you know, prior he had the concussion and then I think he had COVID and now he's coming back. But that was like three weeks ago at this point when he looked like he had clearly taken over as the lead running back in that backfield. I'm a little concerned that they're not going to just, you know, give him the backfield again. And this is a good matchup. Adrian Peterson has had back-to-back strong fantasy games where he scored multiple touchdowns in each one. He's also, you know, because he was a former Minnesota Viking, had a lot of success against the Packers over the years. Uh, So Adrian Peterson's actually going to be a start for me today, and I think he can start DeAndre Swift. Packers run defense has been terrible all year. Uh, I'm just worried he's not going to get as much work as we think. Yeah, I mean... I like DeAndre Swift. I just think that he is, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like this is a game in which the Packers blow him out. And I just don't know if there's anybody on the Detroit's roster that is worth gambling in this type of year. Because like we say all the time, sir, we did it last year. We did it before. We'll do it again this year. You have to get it right this time of year because there is, again, it's cliche, but there is no tomorrow. There is no next week. I guess there's a tomorrow because it's Monday Night Football, but there is no next week in fantasy and i just don't think that you need to put anybody in detroit in your lineup on the line while you try to get better in fantasy there just has to be a better option than a detroit lions player except for adrian peterson who's going to score two touchdowns today 
Uh, you're, the, out of your, you're out of your mind if you think that's going to happen. The Green Bay Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers absolutely dominates the Lions. Uh, yep. He's obviously in your lineup. Uh, Devontae Adams, obviously, in your lineup. I think Alan Lazard could be in your lineup. Uh, the Lions also lost Jeff Okuda, uh, who was placed on IR for the rest of the year. Uh, so their secondary was already terrible anyways. Uh, so I think Alan Lazard is a, is a strong start. Robert Tunyon, I think, can be in your lineup. And Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are both guys with upside this week. So uh, I think they're both in your lineup as well. You like Ryan Tunyon or uh, that cat out of Washington more this week? Logan Thomas. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, I I like Logan Thomas because I know he's going to get the looks, but uh, Tunyon's got a much better matchup. Uh, so, but Logan Thomas did torch the Steelers last week, who were the number one uh, defense in the NFL against opposing tight ends. Now the 49ers are the number one defense against opposing tight ends because Logan Thomas destroyed <laughs> the Steelers so much last week. Uh, so it's back-to-back <laughs> awful matchups for him. So, you know, so maybe may I'm not ready to say Logan Thomas is a matchup-proof player, but, uh, you know, with Alex Smith, maybe he does have a, a safe enough floor that he's he's still going to be a weekly starter for you. I've, I've got him in a dynasty league, and he is in my lineup each and every week because the rest of my tight ends are awful, so... Yeah, and I just think that I think that Rodgers and Tunyon have a really good connection too. Um, you know, he's no Richard Rodgers, uh, obviously for me, but I think that Ryan Tunyon is a guy that we could start talking about in this offense moving forward because tight end is so God, tight end just sucks to try to figure out in fantasy football because it seems that if you don't have Mark Andrews, Kittle, or Kelsey every year, you just literally don't have a chance um, every single week to be consistent. And I just really think that. I think Rodgers and Tunyon, I think they have a good connection. And I think that they can really, you should really keep an eye on this if he is on your roster moving forward. Um, and I think that he has a possibility to have a really big matchup today because, yes, Aaron Rodgers throws a lot of touchdowns from 30 yards out. And Devontae Adams, who has proved me wrong every single week when I said he'd be the, the bust of the 2020 season this year, which he has not been, obviously. But Aaron Rodgers has found that connection when they get closer to the red zone and it's been Ryan Tunyon. So that's why I asked those questions about the tight end situation. Cause I think both those guys moving forward could be tight ends in the future of fantasy football. That could be really worth targeting. It's a Robert Tunyon, but uh, I, Robert, I, I, think, I think Ryan's better. Yeah. The uh, let's burn through these last couple of matchups. The uh, saints at the Eagles. Uh, so they did say this morning that they're not going to rush Drew Brees back. Uh, so Taysom Hill, obviously, he was going to start this week against the Eagles. But they're they're saying that Taysom Hill could get the start against the Chiefs next week, which uh, it, it means good things for the Chiefs, I guess, because Taysom Hill sucks. Um, but he has had a, a fairly safe fantasy floor, so I, I will admit that uh, because – Sean Payton insists on uh, ruining everybody's fantasy teams who have Alvin Kamara, although Kamara did finally you know, bounce back. He had a big rushing game last week. It's just that Alvin Kamara, all of his like unbelievable upside in fantasy comes because he's such a ridiculous pass catcher a- out of the backfield, and there's just none of that upside with Taysom Hill uh, as their quarterback because he can't throw. He, he, he's an awful passer of the football. Uh, but Alvin Kamara is still in your lineup uh, despite a, a kind of tough matchup against a decent Eagles run defense. Uh, Michael Thomas still in your lineup. I don't think you can start any other Saint. Nobody else is getting a, a enough looks or, or volume to feel safe. 
And uh, Jalen Hurts gets the start this week for the Eagles. Um, it's an it's as brutal of a matchup as they could have picked for him to start all season long. I like Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm hoping that he's successful. There's a report this morning that they want Jalen Hurts to be the starter for the rest of the year. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't think you can start any Philadelphia Eagle today. I If I have Miles Sanders, I would bench him uh, because he's just been bad. And, and it's not on him. The Eagles as a team have been bad, and their offense has been just horrible. And so I'm not blaming it on Miles Sanders. I still think he's a really talented running back. Uh, the Saints just have one of the best run defenses in the NFL, and they, they've shut down opposing rushers all year. So I don't. I don't trust Miles Sanders in my lineup, and he just hasn't been producing since since coming back from injury. I don't like uh, I don't like Miles Sanders today. I don't like him moving forward. I just don't like Philadelphia right now. They're a mess. I think, unfortunately, I think Doug Peterson, even though he won a Super Bowl, I think it's it's almost time that they're going to run him out of that 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 system that that team. I just I fear for Doug Peterson's future in Philadelphia. Um, but I'm like you. I want Jalen Hurts to be good. This just isn't the week that we look at Jalen Hurts and think, okay, this is it. Um, but, yeah, I'm like you with everything above. And then I'm also with you on Taysom Hill. I just hate Taysom Hill because he's the guy that for some reason is, is the teacher's pet but doesn't bring anything to the table and everyone knows it and he sucks. Yes, he, he's absolutely awful. Uh, the, he's brewing us with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston has brand-new eyeballs, and we don't get to see it. I know, and he's lost a bunch of weight. He's looking lean and mean, and he's ready to sling it all over the football field. I'm not happy about it either. Uh, the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. This is a massive game on Sunday Night Football tonight. Uh, you know, a lot of fantasy implications, obviously, but uh, a lot of Chiefs fans should be rooting for the Buffalo Bills tonight if the Chiefs beat the Dolphins today and if the Bills uh, find a way to upset the Steelers then the Chiefs would take over the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, it's a huge matchup, too, just with ton tons of playoff implications. A really good game tonight. Uh, you know, Ben can be in your lineup. It is a tough matchup, but the Bills' secondary hasn't been uh, exactly shut down. Their defense really hasn't been that great in general this season, and, and Tredavious White is having kind of a down year. Um, so you're still starting Deontay Johnson. You're still starting Chase Claypool and Juju. I think you can put Ben into your lineup. Uh, James Conner should be back, although he's been awful. I understand that you probably don't have anybody to replace him, so he's going to have to go in your lineup. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills, I don't trust anybody in their backfield, so I'm staying away from their running backs. Devin Singletary's been outproducing Zach Moss, uh, but neither one of them is having a good year, and neither one of them is producing uh, with any type of consistent fantasy relevance, and it's a brutal matchup against a dominant Steelers run defense. So I'm staying away from their backfield. Uh, the Steelers' pass defense hasn't been quite as shut down. Uh, Josh Allen's still going to be in your lineup. Uh, Stephon Diggs still going to be in your lineup. And they've actually been getting torched by slot wide receivers. And Cole Beasley is having a really good season. So Cole Beasley is a start for me today if you, if you, need, a, if you need a streamer. That's your guy, Cole Beasley. That's officially Steven Serta's guy, everybody. I mean, not really, but he's been good this year. I'm not. Uh, you have his rap album. I'm not gonna knock Cole Beasley. I have listened to uh, some of his rap before. Um, why is Pittsburgh not running with Claypool anymore? Uh, he just, I don't know. It's you know everybody's making a big deal about the Deontay Johnson drops, but it's like he's 
he he might lead the NFL with nine drops or whatever, but Chase Claypool's dropped a lot of passes too, and so maybe they're just being harder on Claypool because he's a rookie than Johnson. Uh, but you know he he's still got a ton of upside. He just didn't get any targets last week, and I, I think the steel yeah. the Steelers offense as a whole has not been good uh, the last last couple of weeks, really. Um, so I, I I think it's just. They're getting to the point in the season where, you know, they're banged up. They had the really early bye. Um, and and I, I think the Steelers team, despite, you know, starting being undefeated for so long, I, I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. I don't I don't think that they're like dominant or anything like that. And so I think they had a really favorable schedule because for the first time in a long time, they didn't have a first place schedule. They didn't win their division last year. The Ravens did. And the Ravens had a much tougher schedule. Um and so it was a it was a product of them having a good schedule early on in the season, and I, I think Claypool's going to be fine. He's too talented to not be involved in their offense. I just thought that their offense was so much better when they would let him run the ball five or six times a game, just because of the massive body that he is and the speed that he has. Um, obviously, he's a great outside target for Ben Roethlisberger, but I just feel like, and I don't know, I just feel like that offense was better when he ran the ball. They did they were more productive. Now, granted, they played. A weird game last week where they played what at four o'clock on a Tuesday or Monday, something like that, where it's just yeah. random. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was an anomaly of a week last week, but I do really, 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 really like this game tonight. Yeah, it should be a really good matchup. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns burn through this one real quick, so we can, uh, you know, get get on to setting our lineups. Uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be a start for me. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, you should not be just plugging and playing him as an every week starter anymore. Like he is a guy that he's he's a matchup dependent player. And this is a decent matchup. The Brown secondary is not particularly good. Uh, so, you know, you're hoping that he can rush, rush a touchdown and maybe throw a touchdown or something like that. Um J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards really split the backfield last week, and Mark Ingram didn't get as many touches, but when you look at the snap counts, they were basically all just complete three-way split in terms of snaps, which is super frustrating because Dobbins is obviously producing, but Gus Edwards keeps producing too. Gus Edwards had over 100 yards last week, but Dobbins had 70 yards in the touchdown. So uh, as long as Mark Ingram continues to not get carries, uh, I, I think that Edwards and Dobbins have some upside in this offense. Oh, yeah. And you can play both of them. Uh, Mark Andrews, completely touchdown dependent, but uh, I understand if you got to put him in the lineup. Uh, Hollywood Brown's the only viable receiver, but he hasn't been particularly good, so I, I wouldn't want to start him even in a good matchup. Uh, as far as the Browns go, uh, this is a much tougher matchup for Baker Mayfield. I would expect the Browns to try to run the football. Uh, Ravens' pass defense and run defense is fantastic, has been all year, so it's a brutal matchup. Uh, I, I don't trust any Cleveland pass catcher in this game, but you got to start Nick Chubb, and I think you still got to start Kareem Hunt because they still have they're still going to have uh, the most upside of anybody in this offense. Yeah, um, I mean, I really don't have much more to add to that just because I know we want to get people's lineups, and we still have to get to that Arizona matchup against the Giants that I'm interested in, kind of slightly. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with all the above. Uh, yeah, you just mentioned that this is going to be the last matchup that we run through uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Giants. Um, so the Giants' defense is legitimately good. It's been 
really good over the last month or so. We saw what they did to the Seattle Seahawks last week. Um, they completely bothered Russell Wilson all day. It was one of Russell Wilson's worst games of the season. And now they're getting Kyler Murray, who is kind of banged up and has not been very good over the last few weeks. Um, he's really starting to struggle right now. We're seeing the Cardinals kind of nosedive uh, before the playoffs, and they might not be a playoff team now. Um, DeAndre Hopkins has really struggled outside of that Hail Mary game. Uh, he's not – they're not using him, like, downfield. They're running all these stupid short, like, dig and curl routes. I, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, he's also going to see James Bradbury, who's become an absolute shutdown corner this season. Uh, it's not a good matchup. Uh, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are splitting a little bit more time. Uh, and the Giants have been really good on the ground. Uh, not as good against pass catching back, so Chase Edmonds might have a little bit of upside. I think you still can. I think you can start both of those guys. Um, but I, I'm not necessarily putting Kyler Murray in my lineup this week. I think he's still a start because of his rushing floor. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins really scares me against the New York Giants. And uh, as far as the Giants' offense goes, uh, Wayne Gallman still been really good. Uh, he's still a starter. If you if you got him, put him in. Um, it's a decent matchup. Uh, I don't trust anybody in the passing game if Colt McCoy goes, though. Uh, Daniel Jones could go in this one, but they haven't said for sure yet. Uh, if I can give any advice in this game, start Chase Edmonds. Kenyon Drake's been bothered all week with, a, with like a hamstring injury. He practiced Friday for the first time. I really think this is a game in which it favors Edmonds more than it fa favors Kenyon Drake. That's my two cents on Arizona. And with Kyler Murray, the shoulder's not right. That's what it is. It got hurt. It got injured in that game against Seattle. Hasn't been right since. So that's why Kyler Murray's numbers have dropped. That team rides with him on the on the on the scale of success. I do like DeAndre Hopkins today a lot, obviously. But uh, if I give any advice, it's Chase Edmonds uh, over Kenyon Drake. All right, those are the Week 14 matchups. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll be back on the air next Sunday for Fantasy Football Sunday at 9 a.m. Uh, always be on the lookout for the Force to Punt podcast that we drop each week to try to help you get your lineup set and get ready for the uh, for Fantasy Week 15. Hopefully we'll be talking to you guys then. You'll be victorious. You will have advanced uh, to the next round of your playoffs. He's Dusty Likens. I'm Steven Serta. We'll talk to you next week. Be easy. T-Mobile right. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 